Time. My name is Terry Tu, and today's show will be called Christmas Tech Classics. We're going to talk about the classic IT devices over the years that have stood out above and beyond the rest. So we're going to talk about those through the decades. We're going to talk about some from the 80s. You know, what the 80s was a great era. I grew up in that era. Now let me tell you, we had some of the greatest you know, IT devices that came out back then. We're going to talk about them. And there's one I'm going to throw in there also, too. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what, what plans, um, plans are going on. Also, throwing a little sports, because tomorrow's going to be a really busy day for the NFL and the NBA. And what else? And we're going to leave this show on a good note, on a song that is a classic. Christmas song. I hope everybody likes it. Um, one of my favorites. I think it was one of my mother's favorites. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna hear that at the very end. So we're gonna say the what they say say the best for last. So, all right, let's bring this down a little bit. All right. So let the music play a little bit more, and we're gonna get into the our podcast for today. It's almost a new year, people. I can't believe it. I've been doing this, I see, over a year, a year and one month. I've been doing this thing. So we're going to slowly do crescendo in a minute. And we're going to talk a little bit about, um, like I said, Christmas gifts from back in the day. We're going to get into all that. And we're going to talk a few things too. Like I said, we're going to get into some sports and hear about what's going on. Uh, like I said, tomorrow's going to be a really, really busy day on TV between ESPN, Fox, and ABC. All right, the music has ended, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so, yeah, so we're going to talk about the, oops, sorry about that. So, sorry about that. So we're going to talk about some of these IT classics. I mean, some of them have really stood out, head and shoulders above the rest, and they basically have dwarfed, I mean, just so dwarfed into this avenue, that avenue, into different lanes. So we're going to talk about that also. And let's see, real quick. So tomorrow is going to be a major NBA game. Let me get the microphone situated here. Sorry, everybody. I'm making a little noise here. So tomorrow is going to be a real busy day. The day starts at noon. My New York Knickerbockers, I play against the Philadelphia 76ers with Joel Embiid. And the games are going to go on until, let's see, wow. Um, I think the last game comes on at 10.30 at night. I could be wrong. I'm almost positive. Let's see. Uh, let me just check the schedule on NBA real quick. Let's see. Stand by. We're going to check that out for you. And... Let's see. Yeah, I think that's tomorrow. And yeah, that's tomorrow. The game's on starting at noon. So, well, um, like I said, the game's on all day. There's NFL games that are on Fox also. I think there's eight games on tomorrow. And let's see. I'll look at that schedule real quick. 
So, yeah, there's a lot. So you know, Buffalo at Chicago, New Orleans at Cleveland, Houston at Tennessee, uh, Seattle at Kansas City, New York at uh, the Minnesota Vikings, Cincinnati at New England. I mean, just just a just a array of games. And some of them mean a lot for some teams that need to get into the playoffs. As you saw last night, the New York Jets stuck up, stunk up the field against uh, a real hot Jacksonville Jaguar football team. They are unbelievably hot, people. I'm telling you, they're unbelievably hot. So I wouldn't be surprised if they win their South Division. They can take care of Houston next week in Houston, but they can't fall asleep because Houston's been playing decent ball. All right. They gave Dallas some issues. They gave somebody else some problems the other day. And don't fall asleep. Even though they've only won, they've only won one or two games, they can make some noise. So, Jacksonville, you're playing really good. Don't fall asleep and let that dagger bite you in the butt, okay? Because, hey, Houston has nothing, has nothing to lose. And they will, that would be gratifying to them to see them beat a team that's, that's been gangbusters for the past couple months. So that'd be a good game. I mean, that'd be interesting. That's next weekend, though. But for tomorrow, a lot of games in Sunday. There's only four games. You got Green Bay at Miami. Denver at the L.A. Chargers. Excuse me. That's not tomorrow. That's, is that the Rams? Yes. Denver at the L.A. Rams. And then Tampa Bay at Arizona. And the Monday night game is the Los Angeles Rams. Again, I still haven't gotten used to saying, I'm so used to saying San Diego. But, but it is the L.A. Rams at the um, Indianapolis Colts. That's a joke. Anyway, so, so ladies and gentlemen, it's very cold here in Maryland. I don't know where some of you are located at, but it's extremely, extremely cold. And the temperature was 40-something degrees this morning. I went I went into the store, came back out, and it was just freezing. It just went haywire. And the temperatures must have dropped, like, at least 20 degrees easily. So... Oh, so right now the temperature has dropped to, now the temperature is 19 degrees here in Severn, Maryland. 19 degrees, ladies and gentlemen, from a high of about 43 degrees this morning. That is a significant jump, drop. And also, they're predicting that it's 19 degrees now. It might even get colder. It might even be 15 tonight. So dress, if you're in the area, you're in the DMV area, ladies and gentlemen, or anywhere in the country, because I know out in the Midwest, they're really getting pounded with snow and the freezing cold temperatures. So please be careful if you really need to go out, dress warm, cover your face, your gloves. And like they're saying on the news, make sure you have an emergency kit just in case. Just in case. All right. So on that note, let's get started with the podcast. And... Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so first and foremost, I grew up in the 80s, okay? The 80s were great. Loved it, okay? What can I say? I graduated in 83. Uh, it was a great time. Live Aid, Michael Jackson, MTV, you and me, okay? So, <laughs> so that it was a great time in there. But it was all a sad time because... 
Um, that's when the AIDS epidemic came out and all of a sudden the, these famous people are dying during the eighties because of the AIDS virus. So, um, but I always tell everybody it was the most fun as a kid in America you could have, because after that, it kind of went nosedive the other way. So anyway, for the first, um, device we want to talk about is the Sony Walkman. That came out in 81. And like they're saying, before Apple revolutionized the way we consume music on the go, with the launch of the iPad, there was a Sony's legendary Walkman range of portable cassette players. And let me tell you, I loved mine. Oh, that Sony Walkman, I would have tapes in there. Um, but the music was so good at that time. I think I got mine in 84. Okay, got my E4, and it sounded so good. I mean, even even if we listen to um the the parties on Kiss FM in New York, and DJ uh, Molly Ma, DJ Red Alert, Kid Capri, all those cat, um, they would do shows, DJ shows. Uh, they call party, they'll do parties, right, right in the right in the station, and then next thing you know, here comes LL. Uh, Kumo D, you got uh, uh, Big Daddy Kane coming there, flipping it, flipping it and ripping it. They're, they're just doing a, all freestand, freestanding. You know what I'm saying? They're they're just doing it right then and there on the live broadcast. And we had to rush to get the TDKs, the Max Isles, uh, you name it. Cassette. And then you would take that tape, put it in your Walkman. You swear that was the funkiest thing you uh, it was back then. I'm telling you. So, um. I loved it. And then the problem was, was that, you know, you know, they put in more stuff into the, um, the, into the Walkman and it got tricked down and kind of lost some of his ambiance. You know what I mean? And if you just kept it, I know it had, some of them had, um, equalizers on it. Um, I guess you want to purify the sound a little bit. Uh, Iowa was doing it. Um, you know, the big guys are still, you know, the Sony's, well, Sony was still doing it, but then they had the, then I, then they came out with one where you could jump to another song, you know, so you press the button, jump. So you listen to something you don't want to hear, press the button it jump to the next song. That, that was excellent. Okay. Um, but I think that the Sony Walkman, it was phenomenal. I mean, uh, we didn't have Bluetooth back then. It was just hardwired into your Walkman. So there was no Bluetooth whatsoever. You had long wires and sometimes it would be too short. And next thing you know, you're falling and you're breaking your damn Walkman. But that was phenomenal. I loved it. I loved it. And I understand that Sony was trying to come back with another Walkman some years ago. But uh, if they do come back with one, I would love, I, I would get it at the consumer, at the consumer line because uh, if they were to do that now, I think it'd be a little bit too expensive. And plus we have the formats out there. We have the, you know, MP3, the wave formats. Um, if they could, they can do it, believe it or not, it would be great because we always have that on our phones right now, but, uh, I don't know how it, they could do it. I really think they could do it. If you could take those songs like we do right now from Amazon, Apple, who else is out there? Title, but title is sold. Jay Z sold that. But 
if we could do the same thing, why can't we do it with a Walkman? The Walkman was great. I mean, it was it was fantastic. Okay, the next device I'm going to talk about, it came out around the same time. Um, and it and wow, this came out with fanfare. It was unbelievable. So I don't have this on my script right now, but the one I'm going to talk about is the the Sony Discman. As you know, Sony again innovated and what you could do is you take a disc put it on the portable disc player i didn't get mine till later on in years but the sound on them was now you're talking about a digital signal burned to a disc okay so you're actually hearing more clarity of the the timber you hear more of the bass you're hearing more of that note that's being sung by the singer so you're hearing clarity at its best at a digital signal. Okay. This came out, they came out in 1984. Okay. The first ones, um, they didn't come out to the United States until later when, uh, from Japan. But like I said, they were phenomenal, 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 unbelievable, unbelievable. Okay. Um, and believe it or not, I don't have, I do have a Sony DVD combination cd player i still have it and that thing's 20 something years old okay unbelievable unbelievable okay the next device we're going to talk about i was not aware of this one it's called the zx spectrum okay um it's i'm gonna get into it I'm gonna, this i looked this one i'm, I'm still trying to find the, the nuts and bolts a little, a little bit more so Sinclair Research, I think they're from out of the UK. It's an 8-bit machine credit. We're kickstarting the bedroom coding movement in Britain. Ushering a golden age of computing that follow. Um, the Speci, who uh, just as popular with the programmers that did with the gamers and educators, earned his creator, Clive Sinclair, a knighthood for services of British industry. Uh, more than 24,000 software titles have been released to, uh, for the computer since its launch. And the fact that hobbyists are still adding that figure today is testament to his influence. So he was one of the original coding for games and stuff like that. So I just knew, I didn't know that, okay? When I was doing my research, I found this and said, this will be interesting. So let me pull that up here. Um, ZX Spectrum, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see. Let's pull that up. ZX Spectrum. There it is. Okay, so it was an eight-bit computer. Okay, so as introduced back in 1982, and used floppy disk, and you know, just like a regular PC. Okay, all right. Next, I remember these. I never had one. We're going to talk about the uh, the Tamagotchis. Uh, the new craze swept the globe in the mid-1990s following the release of a certain handheld virtual pet simulator known as the Tamagotchi. Uh, they came in 97 and just went crazy in the United States. So this is something that, you know, that the kids like at the time. And, you know, the schools didn't like them, you know what I mean? But um, the sales were up, they had 76 million sales by 2010. So that was, a, that's wow, that's crazy. So 
That was all that was back in the day. So that's wow. That's almost 12 years ago, and they still had 76 million gallons south. Now, I don't know if they're still around. I think they are, but probably on a smaller scale. All right. The next one is the Tom Tom Go. Everyone's saying, what's a Tom Tom? Anyone hear Tom Tom? I think it's a drum. No. I remember Tom Toms. They're one of the first GPSs that came out. And they were excellent. Excellent, excellent. They were before the Garmin. Garmin, excuse me. Garmin came out. And they were a GPS product. They were phenomenal. And they were good. They were, um, you know, it came out in 2004. And it, it was a hit for dads, mainly dads, uh, Christmas. And it was phenomenal. Okay, it's an all-in-one GPS product, um, combining navigation software, maps, and a GPS receiver in one handy box. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I uh, used to update another job I had. I was My job was updating the GPSs, and they were the Garmin's. The Go-Go's were just as good as the Garmin's, okay? They were excellent, excellent, excellent. Couldn't ask for a better navigational GPS system. They were really good. Okay, and that came out in 2004. The next one is the iPhone first generation. Steve Jobs came back to Apple and look what he created. And, you know, he, the iPhone revolutionized the world of mobile phones with the launch of a first generation iPhone, a device which pioneered a touchscreen interface and took the smartphone craze to new heights. And he was, he was a genius. He was an unbelievable genius. God rest his soul. He was so talented, that, that young, that, that gentleman. Um, it was taught as a combination, iPod touch, a mobile phone, and an internet communicator. So you could get, I mean, I never owned, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you this right now. I never owned the iPhone. I know how they work. They're very simple. But. At that time, back in the day, in 2007, I, you know, I had a, I'll tell you exactly what I had. They had a Nokia at that time. Had a Nokia phone at that time, and um, and compared to this, this phone was selling like hotcakes. You know, it was selling like hotcakes, unbelievable, and. You know, Steve Jobs unveiled it to the world at a keynote uh, address in early 2007. Uh, handset reached 1 million sales ahead of festive period that year. And it was a must-have Christmas gift at that time. And who would have thunk her? Who would have thunk her? The iPhone from 2007 to where we are today. And just think, Steve Jobs was doing the CGI uh he created another company with Jeffrey Katzenberg and David Geffen. And he was doing this thing out there, making his money. He came back to Apple and look what he did between the computers and the iPhone. That is just straight up brilliant geniusness. The guy was a genius. Okay. And God rest his soul. Okay. Now from the 2010s, we're going to talk about the iPad, okay? And in 2010, it was the hottest item to have, the iPad. The iPad, it was unbelievable. Because um, the Kindle was making the money from Amazon, 
and and it was better than the Nook, okay, from um, Barnes and Noble. But the the iPad was unbelievable. iPad was like you know regular is a tablet, but it had the same features as almost like a phone. You can make a phone call, but you could make phone calls with it. But you had to have the um, you had to have it configured to have the um, the card in there to make phone calls. But unbelievable, unbelievable, and it's still selling like hotcakes. All right. Once again, I don't own an iPod or iPad. I do own a Samsung tablet that works in, uh, you know, Android interface. So excellent. Anyway, <laughs> in 2011, Amazon, Amazon Kindle Fire. I'm going to talk about this because I still have mine and I'm going to, I'm going to have a word on this. So, um, the Kindle Fire was an Amazon first color tablet e-reader. It was a high skip of 2011. Um, offering much better deals on books and add Amazon benefits. The Kindle quickly became the top e-reader on the market. Um, the first uh, color Kindle was called the Fire. Seven-inch uh, touchscreen, Android operating system. Um, they do still sell them, okay? And it's the ninth generation. I still own my uh, Kindle Fire, and um, when I first bought it, I thought it was the you-know-what, okay? But, ladies and gentlemen, that thing eats up battery like you would not believe, okay? I could run my Samsung tablet in high def. As a matter of fact, the graphics are better than this one. This is 1080. Um this is running 1080. That's 1920 by 1080. Okay. It eats up a lot of battery. It is just uses up so much battery uh, cells. Unbelievable. I don't care what you do. You are, if you use it as a, here's the thing though, you're running MPEG files on there. So you're watching a ball game or you're watching like an old movie. Okay. So, you know, that those features are going to use more battery power, but sometimes you could have it, I don't know, not connected to the uh, wall outlet and it's still draining battery. So unless, like I said, I've had mine for a minute now. I rarely use it. I use my um, Samsung tablet, which is phenomenal, but I, if they made, changes that I know other people that owned them back in the day and they were not happy with them. Um, so I'm quite sure Jeff Bezos probably made changes in there and um, I think he did. I hope he did because they're still being sold. The manufacturer on the market today. So um, that's my little gripe about the fire. All right. And then next 2012 came out the raspberry Pi. And, you know, Raspberry Pi is nothing but a card, okay? And it's a Linux-driven device, okay? And it's a blank slate that can be reprogrammed into anything your inner tech engineer desires. Um, you know, people use it for retro games and, you know, playing old school, you know, Centipede, those games like that. That's what they use it a lot for, okay? Next came out in 2013 was the Google Chromecast. 
okay um you know it's a way to record tv all right so you can stream uh media from your phone or your laptop to the television uh the device was popular for those that didn't want to drop hundreds you know a smart tv or streaming box um you know people still use the chromecast today and they're able to you know stream and do a lot of binge watching so basically it's just to re record stuff in a stream onto this little device all right next in 2014 the amazon echo now this was a big thing okay voice it goes by voice so i say um echo turn the lights on play this song boom couldn't believe it so the voice assistant for your house seemed like a far off futuristic dream hey 2014 they made it happen jeff bezos uh it's a 2019 100 million alexa devices have been sold uh the echo was the first of its kind and was a trailblazer for competitors of smart home devices so it they still sell them still sell them you can't go wrong okay all right let's keep it moving and then 2015 the apple watch came out so who would have thought that back in the day when we were watching the dick tracy or reading the dick tracy comic books and reading the or seeing the dick tracy uh cartoons that you know how he go his watch and say meet me at so-and-so from his watch right well guess what people it's here it's here the apple watch and i have one right now i have a not an apple watch but i have a fossil watch that's running on a web os operating system okay i can look at i can go in here and pull up you know make a brighter okay i can also go in here and get all the information from the web os you know my emails phone calls all that stuff on your watch people who would have thunk that something like this would happen but guess what once again the people at apple phenomenal so the apple watch is being worn by so many people nowadays very expensive but people enjoy wearing them and and they're probably one of the best ones out in the market okay the next device we want to talk about is something i talk about a lot uh during the year uh, the wireless headphones so it doesn't matter what will make it we talk about it could be bose sony uh now um apple's gotten to the business now uh google's in here and uh, like sennheiser i talk about sennheiser a lot but it was just uh just a formation of the wireless headphones and that market has was just like a small niche now it's blossomed into monstrosity is that a good word to use because i have a pair i just bought a new pair of um jbls and they are great okay they are great if you go to best buy uh the j uh, jbl w jws yeah phenomenal only 75 dollars 75 dollars people you get excellent sound on there you get um you could do download the app and get the graphic get the equalizer how you want it your music to sound it is bass heavy so you have to go into the app control to it and the sound is excellent 
especially if you listen to jazz, you're going to hear that saxophone. You're going to hear that drum. You're going to hear that on that beautiful bass. And you're going to hear just the interpretations of all the music through these headphones. And that's why the wireless headphone market is unbelievable. And everybody's, everyone has them, even the no-name companies. Um, they even have one. So the market just blew up. It starts 2016, and I had a pair of Motorola's, and they were okay. They sounded good, believe it or not. Motorola made a pair, and they were really good. Excuse me. I mean, Jane, get a drink of water here, people. <laughs> okay, next item. Let's let's try to move this up a little bit more. Uh, the Nintendo Switch. Okay. Okay, so this is another Nintendo Japanese company that could do all kinds of things, and the, and the Switch is no better. Uh, the hybrid gaming system in 2017, uh, classic Game Boy, uh, allows users to switch a game from one device to, uh, to a television. The Switch was hidden about the most important uh, console of the decade and has taken gaming uh, technology to the next level. That goes to show you that they're not laying out. We're gonna, and they have done things more later on too, Nintendo. Okay. Next one is a Roku. Roku, Roku, same as a um, Chromecast. Okay. Um, you know, you're allowed to stream TV. You know, say for instance, I don't want all these channels. I want to stream just uh, ESPN or the Cooking Network. I mean, um, Food Network or Destiny or um, Destiny America. Um, you're allowed to stream those particular channels or networks. And a lot of people have them and they love them. I don't have them, but I'm, I'm crazy. I'm paying for cable TV, but, but the Roku is just that. All right. And 2019. Now here's, <laughs> Oh God, we're going to talk about the robot vacuum cleanings. Okay. This is crazy. I mean, I saw on TV, I know a lot of you have seen it and it was recorded. This lady was, this is a true story, and I saw the video. A lady was saying that someone had broken into a house and saying that somebody, they're at her door. So she called the police, you know, you saw them breaking in your house, you got called. You know what I mean? Calls a call for some help. So they called the police, and they're like, they hear it, but like, there's no footsteps. They're like, hold up, I don't hear any footsteps, but I just hear sound. It was the, the 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 vacuum cleaner. It was the actual vacuum cleaner. She forgot to turn it off. <laughs> so let me pull that one up. Hold on a second. Let's pull that on. And that was crazy. You got to see the video. It's on YouTube. I'm almost positive on YouTube. This lady was going crazy. I mean, she says, hey, my house are coming after me. And you can see, hear her in the back, I hear, and then you can see the camera of the door just moving back and forth. I mean, the door keep moving and moving and moving, right? But wasn't pushing all the way because it was on the, on, the, on the other side, right? So this vacuum cleaner was going crazy, but the police didn't know that either, right? So, okay, hold on a second. Uh, 
That was crazy. Let's see. Here we go. Name of that. iRobot. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think it's iRobot. Yeah, iRobot was the one. If you go to YouTube, just pull up iRobot. You're going to. It was kind of serious to me, but after that, it was funny. It's how when the police opened up that door and saw it was a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's keep the party moving. So we're going to talk about, you know, classic gifts. It's, this is uh, 2020 now, okay? Now, it ain't that far away, people. It's only two years ago. So we're going to talk about what was the thing well, it was hot two years ago. So the Fitbit uh, smart fitness watch. I, I knew people had all the time. You see guys running the park with the Fitbit watch. It would do, you know, your intake, how much you've been running, um, calories you're burning, all that stuff. This was came, this came out in 2020, right? It was a simplified heart rate zones, connected GPS, and it had step-by-step instruction. At that time, two years ago, it was $230. All right. And next, also, uh, touchscreen laptop, 15.6 HP 2020. In 2020, HP 15.6 touchscreen laptop came out. Um, You know, Intel, you had your graphics card, touchscreen, 10th generation. It was an i3 for $590. I wouldn't have bought it. (laughs) Sorry. And this one is interesting. I looked this one up too. This was one of the popular gifts back in the day. It was a it's called the Bagsmart Electronics Cable Organizer. So basically, what it is, it's like a giant wallet, but it has all your all your USB, USB C, all your charges in a, in this bag organizer. So what you're saying here, um, this this is a basic organizer. You know, where you could put your, like I said, USB, USB-C, um, your charges, everything. This was very, very popular back in 2020, all right? It had a water repellent nylon, two-way zipper closure, and semi-flexible cover. It was only $17, all right? Okay, so last year, this was like one, of, this was a popular item for sure. This, um... A Carmen Evo turntable from Amazon. I have a turntable, believe it or not, but I've had mine oh, a couple years now, three years, three years. I bought it at um, Kohl's. I said, I wanna, I wanna have a uh, turntable. So I went out, bought a, a Bob Marley um, racket, and then was cleaning my mother's house. I had some. James Brown and the fame, the famous flamethrowers on the on the on the forty five, and I played Bob Marley. Matter of fact, I played Bob Marley for a friend of mine back around Thanksgiving. We listened to Bob Marley, uh, his album, on the wax, and the vinyls coming back, ladies and gentlemen. I remember back in the day, DJing. That's all you had. You used vinyl. Now everything's so. I'm, you know, using a MacBook, download the music on a MacBook. You got your two mixes, um, your mixes, and sometimes you had your faders. And I mean, the mix of faders are built into the mixes, but you got two, two, two. I forgot what they're called, but a lot of DJs are using those, so they scrapped 
the turntable. All right. But for this, a little bit expensive. Okay. There's one here for $600. I'm talking about and one. There's another one here for $249. Um, you know, support 78 playback, uh, 30, 33, and you, you know, it has the basic features like they had back in the 70s when you played vinyl. So, and I love the vinyl back in the day. I don't give a damn what anybody says. That was, that was fun. That was fun. Okay. And let's keep it moving. Uh, another device that was, still is popular, the Power Beats um, for 149 out. They're cheaper than that today. But um, they're good for if you're working out in the gym. They're sweat proof, waterproof. Um, you can take, Take and make phone calls with them, okay? And the next device that's really popular now, okay, is the Sonos uh, Bluetooth speaker. Uh, they're very good sound, and 11-hour battery. Uh, supports Alexa and Google Assistant built in. Um, very good. But for $400, you can get a better speaker than that, okay? The next one is the compact Bluetooth. This is what's this is what's funky right now. I mean, we'll say 20, 2021. The pluggable compact Bluetooth folding keyboard. And for $45, $46, you know, it was Bluetooth. Connect to your uh, tablet, to your phone. Boom, and you're good. Very portable. You can pop it out of your bag or whatever, put it in your lap or whatever, or if you're on the train, on the plane, boom, there you go. Can't go wrong. And now we're going to talk about some gifts that are real popular today as we speak. These, um, let's see, what's this one? Okay, the Bose Quiet Comfort earbuds. And these go for $199. And they are some of the best in the market. I'm going to read the write up that they have for the Bose Quiet Comfort earbuds. Better sound begins with better silence. That's why we engineered quiet comfort earbuds with a world-class noise canceling and high fidelity audio plus stay here, max. Uh, max tips for comfort. Because when you eliminate distraction, your music takes center stage and so does your passion. Roller skating, street art, woodworking, every other thing that makes you, you. It's an experience you won't find in any other wireless earbud and they are telling the truth. Very good. Very good. Very good. Okay. And last but not least, now I know everybody lives in, I live here in a townhouse. I have friends that have three family, three families, uh, excuse me, three, four family house. I have friends that have bigger houses. The main crux they are having is the internet connection they're having. So when the cable company comes in there, they're looking for the main drop to put their cable box. Then they'll have the one router to supplant enough uh, data going out to, to all the masses that are living in the house. But nothing is perfect, ladies and gentlemen. So that's why you have, you have to have a router, okay? I have an extender, okay? But a lot of people are going to the... Um, to the extender, a mesh router. And you can buy the two pack for 133. That's um that's you can buy it online. And basically you need it because 
when I was working upstairs, when you work upstairs, I live in a townhouse again. So when you're working upstairs, you got to have that signal. It's going to travel, right? Well, the problem was when they built this house and they put the router down here in this, in the storage compartment, the signal needed to find a path to get up there. But the problem, it was getting blocked or, you know, like if you had computers, I have computers upstairs, third floor, the signal was not being routed properly. It was issues. And uh, other people around in the, in our complex said the same thing. We had problems with the connection. They were all buying expensive routers. Then they turned around and bought the mesh. Solved all the problems. Me, myself, if I didn't buy the extender, I was definitely going to go to a mesh route because it was ridiculous. I couldn't get a connection upstairs. It was working at first, and all of a sudden, drop, 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 drop. Couldn't connect. Couldn't connect. Couldn't connect. That is not good. So um, it's good to know that you have choices out there and and that's really really what we uh we all want and on that note ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> we are coming to the conclusion of our show for today i just want to say it's been a blessing to be here to talk to everyone and you know i i just been blessed to be able to use this medium to reach out to people. I'm not a guru. I'm just trying to be an extension of the information that I have access to, to let you know how IT works uh, and how it helps you uh, to succeed because that's what it's done for me. So on that note, I just want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. And we're going to end the night with a very, very special song by Mr. Nat King Cole chestnuts and you know the song so everyone uh god bless and good and be well merry christmas and i will do we'll be back here next friday again we're not going to do a show on new year's eve we're going to do a new year's pre new year new year's eve <laughs> i guess you call it that so we're going to do the best of of 2022 and i'm going to have a we're going to do an hour let's do an hour okay and uh, like i said Everybody, please stay safe out there. If you're on the East Coast, or especially in the Midwest where they're getting hammered with snowstorms and bone-chilling temperatures, please be careful out there. Enjoy your holiday. Once again, Merry Christmas, everyone. Enjoy your holiday. Take care. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep 
tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase To kids from one to Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas to From one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas To you 